Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lauren Yaregui blasts clown Elon Musk as celebrities regain Twitter verification without paying, retweets her explicit thoughts on updated policy. Lauren Yaregui is at the center of Elon Musk's Twitter blue problem, <laughs> somehow. I love that she's the loudest voice in the celebrities being like, I didn't buy this blue check. I didn't buy this blue check. The blue check is being added without my consent. This was a Just Jared headline, obviously. Lauren took to Twitter on Saturday, April 22nd, to react to the sudden about faced in policy. It's something she's about to release, like a political statement, but it's just like a tweet filled with emojis. Well, it's also just funny. This is like, this is getting more attention than any of your music has gotten in the past, like, years, you know, like know. since Fifth Harmony. I know. I mean, Fifth Harmony is having a moment. They were just on Pop Pantheon. With... They are having a moment. She's mm -hmm. blasting Twitter, you know? <laughs> it really pays to be a harmonizer. Wait a minute now. Crying, laughing. Y'all, do you really think I paid for this? Question, question, question. Crying, laughing, crying, laughing, crying, laughing. Thank you for my blue check back, but I guarantee I didn't pay. Unless Elon took up my tab too. Crying, laughing. Following up with, I'm screaming. Following up with, honestly, what a clown. Weird marketing tactic. It's so deceitful and weird. Like, you're just lying to people for what? And I stand by this. So thank you for the check mark back. But stop lying and saying I paid for it. Crying, laughing, all caps, clown. <laughs> I do think it is so funny how fast it went. For, like, like Twitter is, like, uncool. Like, celebrities are like, no, I didn't pay for this. Well, this is how uncool Twitter is. In the second paragraph of this Just Jared story, it says, The 26-year-old Fifth Harmony alum is one of several stars, including, Can you name the other two who it calls out as calling out Elon for faking Twitter blue? No. Kevin McHale and Patton Oswalt. And guess what? <laughs> Just Jared has no idea who Patton Oswalt is. They called him Paxton. <laughs> it's Paxton Oswalt. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. The best thing to come out of this lack of verification stuff was Carrie Coon tweeting, I'm Anna Torv. <laughs> she did. Th she really looks like it. They, they really do. Uh, they really are similar. When is the Gilded Age coming back? Do we know? <sighs> no, they haven't announced it yet. Trust me. I'm on the beat. Every time I watch Succession now, I'm just like, what's happening at Christine Baranski's house? I don't care what's happening in the gigantic penthouse above Carnegie Hall. Yeah, bitch. You miss the neighbor girlies across <laughs> the street from each other. You miss them. <laughs> You do. You said, oh, this show is bad. Oh, this show is bad. It's like, okay, I crave it. <laughs> the whole time all the succession girlies like went to Norway to have a meeting with Alexander Skarsgård on Sunday's episode, I was like, the Gilded Age girlies would never go to Norway for a meeting. Okay, like, Christy Bitch, Murphy no, won't even leave her house. The <laughs> They'll go to like 82nd Street, top, like max. I prefer it when the drama doesn't leave a single neighborhood. You know, like. Get out of here. Okay, get out of here. Get out of here. Back to the Who's. Tiffany Amber Thiessen did a Lowe's ad about planting an avocado tree. I love this spawn. I want this spawn. <laughs> what marketing company zeroed in on Tiffany Amber Thiessen as like a Lowe's, like a good, a good Lowe's rep, you know? She has a green thumb. Saved by the Bell veteran, Tiffany Amber Thiessen plants an avocado tree in her yard. You're like, why is this in the Daily Mail? And it's like, well, because it's spawn for Lowe's. <laughs> And it's a photo shoot lit by the same person who does all of Netflix movies because everything looks flat and ugly and bright and stupid. It's very bright. It's very bright. I do like that the representation of Lowe's in this is a random lady in a Lowe's vest came to help Tiffany Amber Thiessen plant a tree. Her name, she has a name. Her name is Patty because it shows her name tag and it says Patty and Patty helps her take the tree out of the little planter, fill her hole with compost. Not her um, hole. <laughs> Can't even say it. <laughs> fill her hole with compost. Yes, she fills her hole with compost, and then shove the tree. And Patty will shove the tree in her hole. And then Patty puts the tree in her hole that in has hole. compost and soil. 
With the help of Lowe's and their Red Vest associate, Patty, my avocado trees are well on their way to blooming their full potential this season. What gardening projects are you taking on this spring? Hashtag Lowe's partner. Hashtag Lowe's goals. Lowe's goals. <laughs> okay, they'll bloom, but they won't fruit. Those things won't fruit for years. Years and years and years. Okay, honey, you don't know. It's Lowe's. You don't know what they put in there. California will be on fire before that avocado tree fruits an avocado. Oh my god, I love who found these photos of Tiffany Thiessen shopping at Lowe's in February on February 9, 2022. Do you think they would prefer people who have history with the company? Yes. Or do you think that's just a coincidence? I th- I I think it's a coincidence, but I think that they actively now at this point in like look for people to have a history of like fandom of the company. I think that's a bonus and I think that's a thing that why sometimes I see sometimes when I see celebrities randomly do like ad stuff that feels like ad stuff but is an ad, I'm like, "Oh, they are positioning themselves to maybe have the company like reach out to them and like do something." Mm-hmm. I think the Ben Affleck effect is like a little real. Mm-hmm. Lowe's commented on her Instagram we can't wait for you to pick some delicious homegrown avocados, Tiffany. <laughs> well, they're going to have to check back with her in like four years. I think that's how long it takes for avocado trees to it takes fruit. Takes a while. How long takes a while. for avocado no. tree to bear fruit? Here we go. Plant a tree and you'll wait three to four years for fruit. Three to four oh years? My God. Can you imagine the world in three to four years? Maybe she signed a three to four year deal. I'm sorry. Avocados are not going to be viably grown in LA in three to four years. Come on time's running out i can barely imagine the world post thursday and i'm really trying hard to imagine a world where i can see lady gaga sing something with joaquin phoenix and joker too this is after that oh my god tiffany anther Thiessen's tree will fruit avocados a year after maybe the oh my god maybe around the same time lady gaga wins the best actress oscar for uh that movie joker 2 Tiffany Amber Thiessen's tree will fruit avocado lady gaga will have already built a wing in her house to house her two oscars Yes. By the time this avocado tree bears fruit. That's so great. That's so crazy. Time is really difficult. (laughs) Okay, what's next? Savannah Chrisley was thrown off a Southwest flight for being an unruly passenger. To be thrown off a Southwest flight means you, like, you really fucked up. Like, you you really did something wrong. I was going to say, they don't even have seat numbers. How'd she get kicked? What'd she even do to get kicked off? Like, not sit in the right seat? Guess what? There's no seats. (laughs) All right, guys. So I officially know why everyone hates Southwest so much. I mean, absolutely (laughs) hates it. The worst thing in the entire world, the 25-year-old said in a video shared to her Instagram stories, zooming in on a man at her gate. (laughs) I know the zoom. This man right here, um, awful. I went to board my flight to get on and he told me I had to check my bag. I was like, okay, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to take my bag on the flight and see if I can make it fit. And if not, (gasps) I'll check it. Bitch, you're going to jail. I officially know why everyone hates Southwest so much. I mean, absolutely hates it. It's the worst thing in the entire world. Um, This man right here, his name is Haymar. Um, awful. He, so I went to board my flight to get on. Um, and he told me that I had to check my bag. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, if you wouldn't mind, I'm gonna take my bag on the flight, see if I can't make it fit. And if not, I'll check it. His exact words were, no, that's not happening. I was like, okay, um, well, let's go ahead and put a tag on it in case I have to check it. But I would love to see if there's any room for it. And he goes, you're being an unruly passenger. No, Haymar, I'm not. Not to take the side of the airline, but like, stop. You're flying Southwest. Give them your bag. Like, it doesn't fit on the plane. (laughs) They barely have space for peanuts. Like, get out of here. The bags are going to fit on the plane. No one fits on the plane. Soon after, a pilot came over telling the attendant to calm down and that he was going to find a place for her bag. Oh, my God. He was like Team Savannah Chrisley. The Southwest attendant literally looked at the pilot, who was the man flying our plane and is responsible for safety, the most important person in the airline, and said, stay out of it. Ma'am, you're not flying on this flight. (laughs) This is someone who hates the Chrisleys. This attendant hates Chrisley Knows Best. In case another story comes out, after he told me he didn't care if I got home to my 10-year-old, I told him I hope he finds a better purpose in his life. Maybe I should have said it, but the devil came over me and Jesus did not come out. A rep for the airline alleges to Page Six Saturday that the Chrisley Knows Best alum repeatedly insulted several employees and because of her actions was denied boarding on her original flight and booked for a flight later the same day. Yeah, bitch, you're flying Southwest and you're late. 
your bag doesn't get to go in the airplane. This must be the best part of being a flight attendant or someone who works at the gate for an airline because, like, you have some of the most tremendous power in the universe, in the known universe, being able to it's tell true. someone based it's entirely true. basically on your discretion whether or not they can fucking go where they want to go on a plane. And this is why Bobby has the, what I used to find the strangest oh. Oh. behavior of immediately gate checking his bag the minute he arrives at the gate. He's like excited to give them his bag. He's like, oh, have they asked for, oh. for gate checking bags? Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm running. When they ask for a volunteer, I'm at the front of the line, baby. If it's a direct baby, flight, you want not my if bag? there's you a connection. Want my bag? Take my bag. Not take if there's bag. a connection. If there's not a connection, take it. I don't care. I don't want to have to walk around with it. I don't want to have to deal with people shoving their coats in the overhead bin unfairly. And guess what? When you volunteer, the flight attendants, <laughs> yeah. the gate agents, they love you. They love you for it. You're a hero. The way that you avoid future possible conflict by doing that is very funny. That's half of my life, figuring out how to avoid future conflict. It's three quarters of my life. Well, guess what? When we're on tour, I also have to gate check my bag because then I'm just waiting around for your ass to get your bag. I might as well just gate check mine too. And isn't it nice to just go on the plane and just sit? I mean, and you don't have to be like, huh, 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 and try to get it into this like hole that may not even be open. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, hole. Tiffany Abertheson's hole really is like in my mind right now. You just try to shove an avocado tree in a hole. It's not fitting. There's no patty. Patty can't help you shove your tree into your hole. <laughs> I know. Okay, I mean, it is annoying, though, but then you have to wait for your bag on the other end at the thing, carousel. What else are you doing? It's another 20 minutes. I'm getting to the hotel. I'm, I'm, I gotta go. No, you, well, you get to the hotel and they're like, the room's not ready. No, there's no 20 <laughs> minutes. That's nothing. The room is ready. The no, room the is room ready. The room is not ready. The room is ready. The room is not ready. The anyway, room is ready. We're going on tour in the fall, so get ready. It's going to be a lot of this conversation. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, Seattle. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Bobby Gate checked his bag. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Oh, coffee? Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> we need some new banter. <laughs> and he goes, you're being an unruly passenger. No, Haymar, I'm not. Misha Barton has joined the cast of Neighbors. First of all, Neighbors was literally canceled in February. This is <laughs> this is insane. They brought Neighbors, and Neighbors got brought back from the dead. It was a sh the longest running show in Australia was canceled to much fanfare. And then Amazon was like, actually, no, we're going to bring back Neighbors, and we're going to cast Misha Barton. That's literally what happened. It's not even Amazon. It's Freebie. But it's Amazon Freebie. So you have to watch ads to watch Neighbors. The OC star Misha Barton is spotted arriving on set of Neighbors for a day of filming after shocking fans by taking a role on the rebooted soap. You will never get me to celebrate the end of a TV show if this shit's possible. Like, like Nothing ends like, anymore. All these like actors were like, oh, Neighbors, let's play tribute. Let's do cameos. That's so sad. Da, da, da. And then literally at the snap of fingers, four minutes later, Misha Barton's ass is joining the cast, you know? Yeah, I think one of the hallmarks of this age of culture and entertainment and, and art is that nothing ends. Nothing ends anymore. It's true. It's awful. It's true. Right. It's so and awful. Just when, and just when you thought Tetris was just a game, no, it's a no. movie. It's you a know? movie. Like, and the movie's not even good. Watch your ass because the minute you turn around, Barbie, that's a movie. The minute you think one show is dead, it got a reboot. And read the whole thing because she's not even a star. She's a guest star. The U.S. star, best known for playing, playing Marissa Cooper 45,000 years ago in the smash team drama of the aughts, sorry, I added my own little thing in there, mm -hmm. has been confirmed as a guest star in the new season of The Soap, which will air on Amazon Freebie. She said, I'm excited to be part of the iconic show's next chapter, and I'm really looking forward to being back in Australia, a place I know and love. <laughs> That's what I also say about Australia. It's a place I know and love. <laughs> oh, my God. She's only a guest star? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hold on, hold on. Someone's calling me really quickly, hold on. Hi guys, we are celebrating Earth Day and I'm so proud to be here with my new friend, Vice President Kamala Harris. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm here with my friend Ellie to celebrate Earth Day. I was like, who's calling? I was like, who the Sorry. fuck is calling you? <laughs> Not a great you? transition, but. <laughs> who's calling you? Oh, did Ellie Goulding call you from the White House to introduce you to her friend Kamala Harris? Yeah. She just needed to introduce me to her friend Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris. Oh my God! So Emily, Emily, Ellie Golding, Golding, Golding went to the White House. The White House. Um, <laughs> instead of going a weekend to weekend two of Coachella, she went to the White House. Is what you're saying? And she wore what is could be described as not a blazer. She wore a blazer and she wore like business casual. 
she wore what looks like a tank top with a blazer over it, but the blazer is tucked in her back. It's just funny to see Kamala, our vice president, wearing like a normal kind of like burlap sack suit, <laughs> just like the least flattering, the least, you know, no personality. The earth is like gagging at how kind of just not slay this is. And then Ellie Goulding is like, okay, well, I'll also be wearing like weirdly like khaki long skirt and like tank top blazer, you know? Tank top blazer. It's a tank top. It looks like the tank top and blazer are one piece that are stitched together. It looks like tank top has blazer arms. Yeah. <laughs> But isn't it funny how their outfits are like the slay and not slay version of the same outfit? Sorry. just Sorry to shade the VP or whatever. Notable guests in attendance included Judy Hatcher, executive director of Biodiversity Funders Group, Eric Stegman, Stephanie Rosas, among others. Golding dazzled attendees with a trio of her smash hits, including Love Me Like You Do, Burn, <laughs> that's appropriate, <laughs> and Lights, in an effort to amplify the Earth Day mission of educating, activating, and playing Ellie Golding songs at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of rude because she really is like climate change lover talk activist she's always involved in shit she's like part of the un's environmental thing because mm -hmm. when i looked this up i was like oh she's been doing this like earth day shit for a long time it wasn't random you know her environmental work dates back to 2017 okay good she was awarded the un's new voices award okay yeah, she even <laughs> released a song called our planet remember the netflix wannabe show about the planet the, the one that oh, the one that be... wasn't planet Earth, but it was planet yeah, Earth. Our planet, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. She, she put a song out for that. She loves planet. Have you seen recently? Ellie Goulding has been like, I'm funny on Twitter. Like she's really yeah, she's like, funny she's on like, Twitter. she's trying to be like personality. She's giving personality on Twitter now. And her new album is actually good. I listened to it. Is it really? Yeah, it's good. I do like. I I liked Ellie. Like her first couple albums, I was a fan of those albums. I mean, I liked it too. I know we all. And liked this it. new album is really good. I have to say. Okay, well, she celebrated you on your birthday, your Earth Day birthday. Well, know? my birthday's Earth Day, but she celebrated on 420. She celebrated Earth Day on 420, not on Earth Day proper, which is 422, which is my birthday. Okay, yeah, Earth Day birthday. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Stevie J denies reports that he stole Faith Evans's car to attend Coachella. <laughs> okay. Why the fuck does Stevie J have the tickets to Faith Evans' car? <laughs> this was a radar exclusive. So Stevie J and Faith Evans are in the middle of a nasty divorce that's been going on forever. It's been here. It's been forever. They got married in 2018 and Stevie filed for divorce in 2021. Okay. So they've been dealing with this divorce for like a year and a half, and it's nasty. There's been cheating rumors. Like, he's already started dating other people. So has Faith, apparently. It came to a head over the weekend, Coachella weekend, because Faith Evans called the cops because she claimed that Stevie stole her car. He, she, he stole her Sprinter van and drove to Coachella. Faith wrote a declaration explaining she purchased the car this year for her use and her enjoyment. The singer said she purchased the car for $164,000 without any financing. I love that detail. Slang. Quote, the insurance policy does not cover Stevie and he is unauthorized to drive. The motion reads, Arrest this is the motion she fired to the judge because she demanded the car to be repoed because she was like, Stevie has it. Further, Faith said Stevie had a suspended driver's <laughs> oh, license and no. can't legally operate her motor vehicle. She explained it is customary for her to park the car on her property with the keys in the usual location. That's stupid. On, on April 12, 2023, she claimed after she fell asleep, Stevie took the keys and drove off with the car. She said despite her best efforts to ask him to return the car, he refused and took the car to Coachella. Okay, so the Shade Room did the duty of reaching out to Stevie themselves. And the Shade Room said, hey, we read this Raider report that you stole Faith Evans's new Mercedes <laughs> sprinter, van. sprinter van. Mercedes Sprinter van, yeah, obviously. <laughs> did you drive it to Coachella? He said, I didn't go to Coachella, but if I did, I wouldn't have taken that vehicle. I would have taken a jet. <laughs> Ask anybody if I went to Coachella. I was working. <laughs> it's just like... If I went to Coachella, I would have flown. You think I would have dr driven a Sprinter van from my ex's house? No, thank you. I believe her, not him. Sorry, I don't believe his ass. You gotta have faith in Faith. I have faith in her. Moving on. Day of my life. Lex Scott Davis. She's the star of that new show, Florida Man. 
which is like a show that's a play on like the concept of Florida Man from like 40,000 years ago on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. That's Florida exactly Man star Lex Scott Davis, A Day in My Life. She's like third, fourth build. The The lead stars are Edgar Ramirez and um, Anthony LaPaglia. And then Abby Lee. And then Lex Scott Davis. Okay, and at 12 p.m., she um, filmed a carefree and stay-free campaign to encourage women to embrace their postpartum bodies. Yes. So my guess is that this piece was pitched by someone on the carefree, stay-free, or whatever, someone on that team. Yeah, obviously. It wasn't pitched by her. It was pitched by the spawn. Mm -hmm. She was in your favorite show, L Word Generation Q. (laughs) hate that show i don't remember her from that show i'd never heard of her until this day in my life feature but as we said she's the star of florida man her one of her first big roles because in the 2015 coverage of the tony braxton biopic that was on lifetime unbreak my heart she played tony braxton and in this coverage she was referred to as basically like an unknown person so that was her Mm -hmm. first thing but Mm -hmm. she has a husband who's kind of famous and i recognize because he's in the flight attendant (laughs) Mo McRae, Mo McRae, and they mm-hmm. met on the set of The First Purge. So they are a actor couple. First Purge. The First Purge. Okay, so did she do anything else in her day in the life? No. No, that was the most important thing. She worked out, and then she did Spawn. She worked out, and then she did Spawn. Which is basically the life of a who. That's more productive than some of us, you know? I've done that. I've had a day like that. You work out, and then you do Spawn. Yeah. You've, as if that hasn't been a day of yours recently. Yeah. Oh, we gotta, can, we gotta record a Helix ad. God, these Daner lives are wild because, like, stars' lives, just like us, boring as hell. You know what I mean? Like, really boring. Nothing happened. <laughs> okay. This feature is just not, <laughs> it's not hitting, you know? Nothing happened. Okay. Moving on to what? Beckham Watch. <laughs> we haven't done this in a few weeks. These people, oh my god! Do you? We, you know what we didn't cover because we skipped a week or two because it was boring. <laughs> Did you see? It was like his birthday or her birthday or anniversary, and they had a cake that had like pictures of them on it, but the pictures were like pieces of paper. Did you see this cake with the pieces of pa- with pieces of paper on it with pictures of them? Yeah, it was um. The one that was Did like Polaroids. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah, what was that? It, was, it looked like it was literally <laughs> covered in Polaroids. Somebody put just Polaroids stuck on a cake. Someone yeah. just took Polaroids and like stuck them into a cake with icing on it. It's one of those cakes that's like very mo- – it looks like a Kim Kardashian. Like it's like a very yeah, brutalist it's like, don't cake. Eat, it's like not for eating, you know? No. That cake does not look appetizing. And then they stuck Polaroids on the side. So weird. What else we got here? Romeo Beckham, 20s lucky lad as he picks up model girlfriend Mia Reagan in his 197,000-pound Maserati sports car after his dad signed up as a brand ambassador. Yeah. Daddy Beckham got Romeo a free Maserati. I think so. Because Mm -hmm. the Daily Mail thing Mm -hmm. says, Romeo Beckham picked up his model girlfriend Mia Reagan on Thursday evening in his fancy sports car, the very same model his dad has been promoting of late. Mm Mm-hmm. Or he didn't buy it. It's a loan. Sometimes when you do this stuff, you get stuff alone. Then you have to give it back. Well, yeah, it's true. Car companies love to loan cars. We're still calling that a free car. It's if a free car. you get car. to drive a car for free, it's a free car. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Hollywood star Nicola Peltz Beckham reveals the budget beauty buy she can't live without. I love it so much. This is one of the most what is it? pervasive celebrity, and it's usually women, pieces of content where it's like, here is my relatable makeup item. Oh, it's, so it's, a, it's like eczema cream. Right. It's like, I get this at the pharmacy, and you can get it too, and it's only $10 yeah. or 10 pounds. Meanwhile, my, the rest of my routine is completely inaccessible to you. But, like, totally. you can get this concealer. You can get this yeah. Clearasil. Sure. I hate this. It's like, I use, it's like, I love using Vaseline. Like, you can't beat Vaseline. It's like, yeah, bitch, I know. Yeah, but what about everything else you use? What about the La Mer that you supplement it with? She uses Avene Sickle Fate Plus Restorative Protective Cream on her face and neck. All right. Sounds like Spawn to me. This is funny. Brooklyn Beckham and his wife, Nicola Peltz, share snaps from FaceTime with Victoria amid claims they still haven't bonded after, quote, peace summit. <laughs> Two things you made up. <laughs> what Two things people... the Daily Mail made right. up. Right. You made it up. And all you do is report on all the evidence of the fact that their feud does not exist as if it's proof that they've gotten over a feud. You know, like, they yeah. present their very clear contentment with each other as evidence of... They buried the hatchet. And it's like, was there ever a hatchet? uh, The police haven't found it yet. They're still (laughs) looking for it. There is no hatchet. It's the murder weapon. (laughs) This family, I have to say, the more we do Beckham Watch, the more I'm convinced that, like, there is no happier family than the Beckhams. 
stop. You're being gaslit by like the like you're. you're they have the this, best time together. The amount of press is like gaslighting you into thinking that it's like all essentially just like a yeah. line. They love they love each other. They're obsessed with each other. Look at this headline. No wonder she treated herself to cake this year. Victoria Beckham celebrates her 49th birthday with Nicola Peltz amid claims they still haven't bonded after Peace Summit and swaps her annual watermelon for a sweet treat. They're your claims. <laughs> Victoria Beckham, like, usually eats watermelon on her birthday, but then, like, instead had a cake? Is that, like, what we're trying to say here? She usually eats a watermelon that's been turned into a cake shape. It's like her freaky eating thing. Like, I don't even want to yes. know all the freaky eating things that Victoria gets into. But I like, I don't want to know. No one should have to know them. You can look. You can Google it. She, like, slices the watermelon so that it looks like a cake. And then she puts a candle in it. And she says, nope. that's my birthday cake. And she goes, it's Absolutely carb-free or whatever. Absolutely not. All right. Yeah, well, not in this. Not now. Not this culture. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep, some That's are for true. relaxation, but like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it. But you should do you it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. 
Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique. And I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I don't know what to call this. I was trying to think of some punny thing to call it, but like, since this is such a common thing that happens in the Hooniverse now, we need a segment, and all I could think of was when, when podcasts attack. Okay, I love that as a thing. We're talking about celebrities on podcasts because I do think there's nothing queer. Even to them with the podcast or going on a podcast as a guest is like almost like subjugated into like who territory. It's like foot in pod, foot in pod or something oh like that. Oh my God, foot like foot in mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> foot in pod. Foot in so pod, stuck, Megan Trainer edition. So who stuck their foot in pod this week? Megan Trainer. This is the craziest version of this. Well, I guess this was technically sort of how it happened with Rachel Bilson. You can't invite Trisha Paytas on your podcast without, like, literally asking for it. Like, the... the <sighs> The drama, the chaos. I mean, that is a woman who shows up and like, you're fucked. So if you want to have Trisha Paytas on your podcast, you got to be ready for anything. You're opening up Trisha's box. How about that? Trisha Paytas goes on one podcast and gets the host of that podcast in trouble by saying, fuck teachers. I misread this at first. I thought that Megan went on Trisha's podcast. No, honey. But it was the other way around, which makes it even funnier. Trisha Paytas cosplayed Megan, showed up to her house, dressed as her. Literally, by the way. And then within five minutes, they both were saying, fuck teachers. Fuck teachers. Who is your, Megan Trainer? who is your audience? They're all teachers. (laughs) They're all teachers. She essentially sings like nursery rhymes that like have a beat. For teachers. (laughs) I know. It's crazy that she went on a podcast, her own podcast, and then said, Fuck teachers, dude. Fuck teachers. Also, it's your own podcast. Cut it. Cut it. Cut the clip. Listen to it once. Cut it. Not to be like, oh, LOL, insider, look at Who Weekly. But if we say something that we're like, I don't know, whatever. That seems confusing. Maybe that shouldn't be a thing. I'm the boss. (laughs) I cut it. (laughs) Cut, cut, cut. If you're not confident about what you're saying, if you don't really know what you're talking about, (laughs) it's just one of those things where what they were discussing, and you can play the clip here. Yeah, no, but we're homeschooling our kids. Same. I think everyone should. Like, everyone on TikTok is. They're like, this one's like to have a kid in school in America. I have a bulletproof backpack. I was like, fuck all that. Like Uh -uh. that, but also kids can be mean. Teachers. That that was my trauma. Teachers. Teachers. You know, but then also, yeah, the violence. I mean, I think it's just that thing. It's not even private school. It's just like having them homeschool. We're homeschooling. Yeah. What they were discussing was how, you know, how scary it can be to send your kid to school in America. Which could be, is a relatable topic. Yes, that is relatable. That is true. But the way that they expressed that sentiment, which was, we are homeschooling our kids, one, privilege, because you your ass isn't teaching them. You're hiring a exactly. private teacher. Because that's how homeschooling is not I teach my kids. It's I hire a teacher. That's how homeschooling works when you're rich. Yes. Yes. Two, then you're saying, oh, we're homeschooling. You know, fuck teachers. Teachers were bullies to us when we were kids. Maybe that's the case, right? Yeah. But that's a specific situation. You're about to be taken out of context when you say, fuck teachers implying fuck all teachers <laughs> my teachers. trauma teachers, and, teachers you dude. know but even if what you're saying makes sense within context you need to understand that no one is giving you the benefit of the doubt 
not one person is going to give you the benefit of the doubt when that thing is cut out of context and you just hear you and hear Megan Trainer say all about that base fuck teachers you know what i mean <laughs> i am your mother fuck teachers i could have my gucci on i go in my louis vuitton but even with nothing on fuck teachers you dude. know but So after she said fuck teachers, people got mad and she released an apology. Yeah. Teachers of TikTok and teachers of the world, I recently said F teachers on a podcast and it's not how I feel. I was fired up because we were talking about how sending your kid to school here in America is so horrific and what all of us have to go through, but especially teachers, is not normal and not okay. I had Jessica Paytas on the podcast and I knew her history with her teachers and I knew my husband's history with his teachers and I was bullied by some teachers. So in that moment, I got angry and said, F teachers, F those specific human beings back in the day. But I did not mean that to all teachers. I love teachers. I fight for teachers. I think they have the hardest job and they're the most underpaid. They're the most unappreciated. I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry to any teachers who I may feel bad. And I will remind myself that my words definitely could have a consequence. And I will be more careful. Love you all so much. I'm so sorry again. Thank you all for helping me. In a bubble, if you hadn't heard the comments, you'd say the apology is good. But she kind of tries to gaslight you into thinking that she didn't say what she said, which was straight up fuck teachers. Well, she said I was saying fuck the teachers that bullied me when I was younger Mm -hmm. or something. Not every teacher. Which... Like, I mean, sometimes when you're talking, you say things in generalities, but you mean specifics. That's like the human condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think she actually, if you had said at that point, do you hate every single teacher? If you, She would have said, of course not. But the mm-hmm. thing is, she didn't say that. Like, you don't get, to, once you're at the apology point, you don't get to do that type of behavior. Yeah. You get to just say, I'm sorry, and I fucked up. But it's a good apology because she says, like, I'm sorry to teachers. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to teachers. I love teachers. I'm all about those teachers. You know, like, I'm I'm all I'm about so, that so, learning. So and I should have invited Trisha Paytas on my podcast because this is what happens when Jennifer Paytas goes on other people's podcasts. <laughs> it's cursed energy. I'm sorry. I love her to death. Cursed energy. The chaos followed her around. You invited the ghost into your house. You opened the door. Like, it was a haunted house. And you said, come on in, sweeties. <laughs> yeah. To the ghosts. I just cannot believe that Trisha Paytas is like the innocent bystander in this whole saga. Somehow. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe on a podcast with Trisha Paytas, Trisha Paytas remains, Scott gets off scot-free. Trisha, Trisha Paytas walked into Megan Trainor's house and then Megan Trainor said on mic, fuck teachers. I can't, I can't believe that. The Dear Future Mama author also thanked TikTok <laughs> user at Gals Got Moxie for raising, raising awareness about her unkind comments. That's a wild way to use English. Raising awareness about the unkind comments. It's my favorite sentence of the week. The Dear Future Mama author also thanked TikTok <laughs> user at Gals Got Moxie for raising awareness about her unkind comments. <laughs> Not one of those words is used correctly in that sentence. This is what Gals Got Moxie said. I've seen this sign in a lot of different schools and it's meant to remind kids to kind of stop and think T-H-I-N-K before they speak. Um, It tells them to ask themselves, is what you're about to say thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? And I thought a lot about that sign as I was watching this clip. If I was using that sign for this podcast, here's what it would sound like. Sorry. I'm sorry. You would hear that. That's what you would hear. It'd be silent. Um, I have to say, I do think that this is a little bit of my least favorite thing about like culture, which is like assuming the worst. You know what I mean? Like they're saying like be kind and they're like essentially assuming the worst about this without like, act, you know, like, uh-huh. it, like I think Megan Trainer is stupid for leaving this in her podcast. But I also think like, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt, th- like there is not one ounce of that in this. And it bums me out a little bit. You know what I mean? All these teachers being like, ah! <laughs> you know, like that's what I'm serious. Like you don't think Ma- like you really think Megan Trainor hates teachers. She doesn't. It just shocks me when things end up in the final cut. It's just bad faith. I hate bad faith. I hate this bad faith. Like coming from a place of bad faith for every single thing is just like a really, you know, it's a, it's a rough place to have your brain be. 
you said that it would sound like silence if we followed T-H-I-N-K. <laughs> I would say that it would sound like this. <laughs> it would sound like red sangria? It would sound like red sangria. <laughs> I was thinking about that song earlier this weekend. Yeah, reason. why? Where'd, that, where'd that come from? Okay. I really, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I could have my Gucci on. I go wear my Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on. I love teachers. I fight for teachers. I think they have the hardest job and they're the most underpaid. We need to move on because we have like 45,000 relationship updates. Like it's actually exhausting. There's like, there's dog custody. There's divorced, engaged, married, dating, first date, breakup, cheating, back together. Sophia Richie got married and it's like the wedding of the century somehow. How did this become the wedding of the century? First of all, can I just say no one gave a shit that she was getting married no before one. the marriage no happened. one. Not one. And then all of a sudden it became the most glamorous wedding. This is like Vogue bait, I have to say. I think I think a collab oh, between sure. Vogue, Chanel, and Sophia Richie is kind of like what is forcing this down our throats. And everyone's like, oh my God, Slay, who are you again? I've never heard your voice before. You know, mm-hmm. very, like, we, I love this Slay girly. Who is she again? You know? There were yeah. all the comments in the TikTok that she launched the week of her wedding were like, I've never heard this girl speak. I couldn't have called out her voice. She is obviously this daughter of Lionel Richie, and her husband, new husband, is Elliot Grange, and his father was Lionel Richie's friend and was this, like... Yeah, it's boring. ...musician person. So, like, she's known this guy for basically her whole life. But she was very much in the celebrity tabloid news. She was a fixture in that space when she dated Justin Bieber briefly, Mm -hmm. dated Scott Disick for, like, a few years... And was like a BFF with Kylie Jenner. All mm-hmm. those things no longer things that she's doing. Since then, since she's like done something different, you haven't heard a, a peep peep from her. No. Because she really doesn't do anything <laughs> other than like be kind of a socialite character. So she met a new guy, has been dating him for a long time. And for a while she was kind of like a fashion girly. But I haven't heard a, a bloop bloop from her since <laughs> then. No. Have you? No. And now she's the beauty director of At Nude Sticks. I went to that website. I was like, what even is this? And I know all of this bullshit, you know? I'd never heard of it until this either. Like, I literally did a lineup for New York Magazine of, like, nepotism baby brands. I didn't even come across this in my research. What the fuck is Nude Sticks? Well, she's just an ambassador. She's not one of the okay. founders. So okay. she just, like, does promo for them. Because when you go to the website, it's like, meet the people who started it. And it's, like, people named Jenny, Taylor, and Allie. And they're all sisters. Their last name is Frankel. <laughs> meet Jenny, Taylor, and Allie Frankel. They would be so mean to me. <laughs> that list of girls was like, oh, my God. I just got shivers. <laughs> Bully the hell out of me. Jenny, Taylor, and Allie They Frankel. would be, like, so mean to me. <laughs> I'd have to be homeschooled. <laughs> they would say things that we'd have to cut from the podcast. I just think it's funny. I guess my point wasn't to be, like, Sophie Richie fell off. My point is to be like Sophia Richie, this wedding of Sophia Richie's is so, um, it's such an industry plant of a wedding is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, I guess. Yeah. That, because it came, it all of a sudden existed and came out of nowhere and was the most important thing ever. You know what I mean? Right. A wedding from an, a once iconic Nepo baby in the south of France and Lionel Richie's there. And so are like other famous people like Cameron Diaz. Why? Because she's married to uh, Sophia Richie's sister's husband's brother. You know, like that, like, so, I mean, right? I mean. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean. It's true. An endless love. Sophia Richie shares a kiss with her new husband, Elliot Grange, after being walked down the aisle by Father Lionel during lavish wedding ceremony to music executive in France. Revealed, Sophia Richie wore three stunning Chanel dresses for her wedding weekend as she marries music executive Elliot Grange in lavish ceremony in South of France. Yeah, because she did an entire Vogue video where she like went to Chanel and they like made her some custom dresses. I mean, they are beautiful. And we're definitely going to get a full Vogue spread about this wedding in the near future. Oh, like, like you we're going to be hearing about it for weeks. Who else was there? A famous TikToker. Well, this was funny, actually. So I took a screenshot. So this weekend, even, a friend of mine was being like, what's the deal with that, like, octopusy guy on TikTok? And I was like, I don't even know who that is. And then I realized I did know who that is because he's blown up recently. His It's Octopus Lover 8. He does those, like, scenarios where, like, people are like, pretend like you're Abraham Lincoln, but you, like, got in the shower and it's too hot. Like, he'll do, mm-hmm. like, people are suggesting, like, funny scenarios and he kind of acts them out. 
And people like love him. His real name is Jake Shane. So he's at Sophia Richie's wedding. And it was like, why is he here? I came across a TikTok that they did together at the wedding. I took a screenshot of the comments. This is from a user named Hal underscore girl. Real ones know they have been friends for a while. And then someone responded, really? How long and how? <laughs> and then one wrote, they gonna be related. He's cousins with her fiance. And then he, she wrote, someone else wrote, she's married to his cousin, I believe. So what's so funny about this is randomly this recently blowing up TikToker Jake Shane happens to be related to Elliot Sophia Richie's husband. And that's why he is like one of the celebrities at their wedding. Like he's in the list of like celebrities at their wedding, which is really funny. Timmy has a funny anecdote. I saw him at Winston House in LA before his TikTok got huge and was like, I think I recognize that guy from TikTok. So I pulled up a video and he went up to Octopus Lover and said, is this you? Timmy. And Timmy says him and his friends loved the attention. Wait, that is so Timmy recognizing somebody from TikTok before they before they blew up. Timmy holding up someone's TikTok to their face. Is this you? That's who we hired. He is pretty funny. His TikToks are pretty funny. Yeah, he's got I a hate to that admit is very... it, but he's pretty funny. But I am starting to think that um, the funnier things are now the people's suggestions than his act outs. Because I think what happened is it flipped where like now the collective is funnier than he is. But he mm-hmm. is a, obviously he's the the ringleader of the energy. So... Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, they're old friends, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. Random, Uh, random. Moving on, Noah Cyrus is dating someone named Pincus. I don't (sighs) really need to go in. (laughs) I just, I don't know. He's a German designer. That's it. Moving on, um, this is a little bit. uh, Shocked. This this is a little bit shunking. Jimmy Allen and Alexis Gale, um, they're married. They've been married for a few years, three years, I think. They have two kids and one is on the way. They announced their divorce the same time they announced a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's messy. No? I don't know that I've ever seen this before. This is the post that he posted. It was using, it wasn't using an OTAP. It was using like Instagram create. After much thought and reflection in recent months, Lex and I have made the decision to separate. As we navigate this life change, we can also share that we will be welcoming another child together later this year. That is so messy mama mia our number one priority is and always will be ensuring that our children are healthy happy and loved and we remain committed to co-parenting with love and respect for one another in light our growing family in light of our growing family a typo you can't have a typo in your divorce statement you got a typo i got a typo i got a typo in light of our growing family we respectfully request privacy during this time that's a country song that's a country song Sorry, Alexis Gale needs to start singing country music because she has a topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're being like like a country song that's called like "Pregnant and Divorced." Tammy Wynette's ghost is shaking. I know. Oh my god, Tammy Wynette couldn't even couldn't even fantasize is, about a topic like this. That is a Tammy Wynette song. Okay. We're pregnant and divorced. He said goodbye when the baby said hello, or something like that. <sighs> the clear blue said positive, <laughs> and he said. I'm negative. I'm negative. <laughs> Baby said hello. Husband said goodbye. Baby said hello. Husband said goodbye. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, even it's not worse. a good. I didn't say it was a good song. I said it's it's a concept. Call James McAlaney. Get him it's in. It's Shane McAnally. Stu- <laughs> we gotta what call Shane McAnally right away. Did you know Can he you wrote the music Mac- on Shucked? Suddenly yeah, everyone's talking that. about Shucked. And I was like, what's Shucked? No, one's talking, Shane about Sh- no one's talking about Shucked. They're <laughs> like Shucked heads. I just read something on like no, New York Magazine. I don't want to hear There's it. like all these Shucked heads. Here. All right. Well, we got to get him in the studio to write this song about being divorced and also pregnant. Divorcing and pregnant. Sam Hunt, member. Yeah. Speaking of country, messy, messy, messy country stars, Sam Hunt and Hannah Lee Fowler are pregnant again. Didn't they just get a divorce? Didn't they just call, they called off their divorce? Well, no, they called off the divorce. And then he was like, well, never mind. Your body's like a back road and I want to ride it again. And so he took her back and now yeah. she's pregnant again. To go back to Jimmy Allen and Alexis Gale, this could easily yeah. be the sort of thing that gets re- rectified. Like they could yeah, reconcile maybe they get back together. They might get back together. Yeah. Because this is the immediate precedent. Sam Hunt and Hannah Lee Fowler, a, a breakup that shook the country world. And then he said, it, never mind. It did shook. It did shook. She said, never mind. She said, never mind. She was like, okay, fine. Okay. We talked about this on the Patreon a little bit. Yeah, we don't talk talk about about it again. Well, Bill Hader and Ali Wong are dating. And the the most notable thing about it is that everyone already knew 
but this is the first time they ever did like a pap walk. Well, the most annoying thing about it is that there was a claim that they had broken up after a month of dating we didn't know about, but I think they've been were dating the whole time and just didn't want to talk about it until the public agreed that their shows were good and liked them, and then they were like, okay, we're dating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure their shows got more attention than their dating, which I think is smart, and then they did, and they were good shows, and then they got to be dating publicly. And now they're PDAing all over the town. Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens finally got married. I feel like they've been engaged boring. forever, we but talked that's about not this. true. Boring, I think boring, that she boring. is just like her doing Instagram Q and A is so it's giving Eva a Murray. She's just such a for someone who is mm. as famous as she is, for someone who is as, as like influential and powerful, she acts like she is a two thousand six era blog spot blogger. It's like so cute and normal. The funniest thing about this is on her she posted a photo of her actually getting married. I do, blah, blah. And commenters are Normani and Olympics. <laughs> it's Normani and the Olympics. Those are the two top commenters in her post. Olympics. The Olympics is like, congrats. Normani cannot do, I'm sorry. Her, Normani's curse is that she cannot do anything without me wondering why she's not in the studio. <laughs> I knew you were just going to say, shouldn't you be doing something else? You are so rude to her. She can't breathe. She can't go to Ralph's and you're like, babe, you're trying to eat food. You're trying to make yourself dinner. You're sure going you grocery that. shopping. You're going grocery <laughs> shopping now. Aren't you? Be- <laughs> you're going grocery shopping now. <laughs> I walked by Fabletics in an open air mall oh, yeah. in Texas. Oh, yeah. oh, and there yeah. was Normani in the window holding a Fabletics bag. And I was like, there a she cutout. is. Found her. Not a her, Normani really. cutout. Yeah. But she yeah. was doing Fabletic spawn, spawn, and I was like, okay, well, now we know she's doing something. You rude ass. Okay, what's next? Who's this? This is so rude. <laughs> Liev Schreiber's having a baby with his girlfriend, Taylor. But all of the headlines I saw about this were, like, referring to Naomi Watts, who doesn't even they want were. his ass anymore. But I guess there were rumors when they broke up that it was because she wanted to have a kid and he didn't or something. And now he's having a kid with a with a 31-year-old. No, she's Who's got Billy Crudup now. She's got Billy Crudup now. She's so much happier. Yeah. Who'd you pick? Now let's get a let's get on the let's get on the um because it's too it's it's we were on the fuck Mary kill train. Who who are you picking? Just like who are you picking? Liev. Liev over Billy. Like beyond. I feel like both of them are cursed. Are you kidding? Both are extremely cursed, but one's just hotter to me. Both of them are so cursed. So cursed. These two men have been like look up history of these two men dating. (laughs) Like you don't want it. (laughs) You don't want it. The fact that Naomi Watts has chosen, has chosen both Leah Schreiber and I know. Billy Crudup I makes know. her so interesting to me. I'm like, I, I really don't have, I, I don't get you, girly. I do not get you. Like, what are you doing? What I know. are you doing? And what are you, what, not are, even, what you are you doing? doing? What are you like? What are you like? What are you like? What are you like? <laughs> what, what are you, are you like? Okay, you're getting, you're getting a little. <laughs> no, it's, I'm going crazy on mic right now. What do you like? Here's a divorce like that doesn't shock me at all. The cursed Alex Pettifer actor that like was in our lives and like then disappeared and then mm-hmm. like now kind of just is on the peripheral playing like random bit roles. Like he's he'll be like third build in like a movie I've never heard of, you know, but a lot mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. He is getting a divorce from his wife, who's a model named Tony Garn, after two okay. years of marriage. He's got a lot of famous exes, but all of it ended really badly, I think. Mm-hmm. If I recall. Mm-hmm. Asa Gonzalez dons an elegant silver gown as she joins Captain Henry Cavill and Alex Pettifer on HMS Belfast to shoot yeah. Guy Ritchie's new film, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. I'm sorry. Is that just like words that we put together? Like, that's just like very Guy Ritchie words. That's like, just pick some words out of a hat. <laughs> What's going on with Guy Ritchie movie titles lately? The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare? Babe, just call it like... Shoot 'em ups. Op, what was the mo- what was the one that just came out? Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. Like gen- yeah, it was like gentlemen only. Like it really, it's very, it's really what? weird. King Arthur, <laughs> Legend of the Sword, Guy Ritchie's okay, well, The Covenant. Kind of a it's like Lee Daniels, The Butler. That seems like one of those things where there was already a movie called The Covenant, and they had to add Guy Ritchie's to it or something. Well, like all of his movies are like you know like good afternoon milady like you know it's very we- it's get it's weird the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare all right best of luck guy Ritchie's knock knock i've got a gun <laughs> henry, henry golding posted a picture from set and wrote walk to the set like no one's watching Jesus. What? 
And Alex Pettifer commented, you, brother, couldn't ask for a better partner in adventure. It's like, okay, I can't stand these men. I'll never watch this. This looks like so boring. <laughs> Hashtag ministry of ungentlemanly warfare is like absolute chaos. Aza Gonzalez commented, love my lads. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I take 4,000 of the movies where Glenn Powell and uh, Sidney Sweeney are maybe fucking over this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Shannon Doherty files for divorce from Kurt Isowarienko. This is so juicy. And by juicy, I mean like fucked up. Everyone's saying it without saying it. So you have, to, so it's not hard to read between the lines, but every story about it is like, read between the lines, really, they're screaming it. They're like, please read between the lines. So let me just read to you. I only need to read you the first like three, par- four paragraphs of yeah. this page six report. Mm-hmm. Shannon Doherty files for divorce from husband Carl Isawayenko. Sorry, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. After she had, quote, no other option, the charm star tells page six. Quote, divorce is the last thing Shannon wanted. Unfortunately, she was left with no other option, Doherty's publicist, Leslie Sloan, said in a statement. You can contact Kurt's agent, Collier Grimm, at Picture Kid, <laughs> as she is intimately involved, Sloan added, suggesting another woman cause the divorce. Yeah, no kidding. That quote is the most loaded shit I've ever seen <laughs> in my goddamn life. And then I skipped a few down, but this was really telling, too. Ishiwarienko is the third husband of Doherty, who is being represented by celebrity divorce attorney Laura Wasser. Wasser. But if you know anything about Shannon Doherty, you know, I mean, you know, 90210, she's like a legend, whatever, charmed. She also has been battling cancer for the past few years. Yeah. A really sad thing. And she's survived. And she's like, that's like really a lot of her life right now. And Mm -hmm. so you're thinking, oh, was this man cheating on her with his agent while this woman was battling cancer? Evil. That's sort of what it seems like. But I just cannot get over the language, which is, I want to read it again. Her publicist said, you can contact Kurt's agent, Collier Grimm at Picture Kid, as she (laughs) is intimately involved. Full full name. Let's give her full, let's give her full ass name here. She was basically like, go to LinkedIn.com slash in slash Collier hyphen Grimm hyphen 84B7B186, which is her LinkedIn URL. You, if you know Shannon Doherty, she's she's not a she's not gonna mince words. She's famously, she's famously, famously not unmessy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. This one was married to Rick Solomon. You know, if that right name rings a bell, you can understand what I'm saying. Kurt is a photographer, and he's like a uh, he does a lot of like editorial and like um, commercial stuff. Because I was like, oh, what's he photographed? Anything I've seen, and like instantly, I was like, well, he <laughs> photographed the worst the, movie, the poster for the worst movie of all time, Ghosted, with Anna de Armas and Chris Evans. It's the poster. Did he take this photo as much as he took like composite photos and like pieced it together like a like a video game? You know, like look at her hair in this photo. Look at her hair. He says, the biggest bullet of bullshit I've seen in my life, captured in camera in one lies. frame. I'm like, that's lies. lies. This is the most lies. photoshopped shit I've ever seen in my lies. life. But lies. he did do, he did all the character posters and the, all the photography for the Woman King marketing. Like, mm-hmm. he's a very successful, he seems like he does a lot. Of, like, when I scroll oh, through right. his Instagram, it's one of those things where, like, you recognize all of it. Anyway. Yeah, well, mm. he's a dead man because Shannon Doherty's coming for him. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about Taylor and Joe breaking up? <laughs> <laughs> I think we have, you know, okay. like the main Taylor and Joe's. But yeah, well, there's have another we Taylor about and Taylor Joe. Hale and Joe Abdin. <laughs> this is really not the season for Taylor and Joe's. No. Big Brother 24's Taylor Hale and Joseph Abdin split after six. Oh my God, six months of dating. All right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Hale, who once considered Florida as a place to settle down, slowly realized that she couldn't see herself living there, while Abdin, <laughs> 25, is tied to his home state of Florida for personal and professional reasons. All right. Moving on. Nellie and Ashanti are maybe back together. Oh, my God. All they do is get back together. <laughs> they love to get back together. They were just holding hands at a boxing match. It's hilarious. It's so funny to be like, are they back together? This next item is, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. My favorite girly. <laughs> Haley Atwell, like, one of the biggest who's in existence. Like, who, who, who the fuck is this woman? She's engaged. What makes her so great is that she's so successful, and yet she remains. Like, she's a permahu perma who like her face is unrecognized like who is she anyways she's engaged and why that's important 
is because she was dating Tom Cruise only 10 months ago, okay? And dating, I say, with the biggest quotes. Like, these quotations are just, they're they're as tall as the Empire State Building. You know those, um, you know those like, Hulk smash gloves you can get? Imagine the <laughs> yeah, equivalent that's... of those, but they're Hulk smash air quotes. Like, that's the air quotes I'm, on these. I'm waving, instead of, like, doing the the air quotes with my fingers like my two fingers i'm hold i have a hulk smash on each arm and i'm just moving them up and down as i say dating tom cruise (laughs) now she's engaged to a guy named are you ready for this ned wolfgang kelly who the hell is that (laughs) it's just so funny like in terms of the negotiation of tom cruise's people and Haley atwell she's like i need to announce that i'm getting engaged to my boyfriend and they're like can you wait 10 months so it feasibly <laughs> seems like you met this man within a span of 10 months and got engaged to him <laughs> and you weren't dating him the entire time you were supposedly dating your co-star tom cruise it's so funny this literally happened with vanessa kirby too kirby right his last co-star this is what happens when you are a sexy lady who is in a Tom Cruise movie. You have to deal with the rumors. You date Tom Cruise for the period of time. You air quotes on... date Tom Cruise while you film it. And then you get engaged to your boyfriend, Ned Ned Kelly Wolf or whatever. Ned Wolfgang Kelly, who the only photo of him I could find on Getty was London, England, July 30th. Ned Wolfgang Kelly hosted by Dom Perignon at Lady Gaga's The Chromatica Ball and Sarah Band Foundation Partnership after party at White Hart Lane on July 30th, 2022 in London, England. And I'm like, all right, Slay. Love that. Chromatica Ball. Okay, let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? The song, it's rising the charts. It is. It is. I think, right? Isn't it? I listen to it a lot. You know who loves it? Josh. Josh is obsessed with it. He's obsessed really? with it. Really? Yeah, he, he loves is? it. He's obsessed with oh it. Oh my God. Okay, Josh. He's obsessed please. with that and Kim Petra's okay, ex, Nicki Minaj alone. It's That's, like. Okay, Josh, you're crazy for that. But which is funny. They're both doing the Josh. same thing. They're both doing the same Josh, thing. Josh, you're crazy. I know. I will say we didn't talk about she released the the album cover. And this is almost like a. Um, what are those? Like, you got you to gotta figure out the differences. This is a very. It's, a, child, an Easter it's a, child, egg. a children's book. Thing, yeah. This is a literally Easter egg filled al- uh, album cover. There's so much going on. I'm kind of surprised this is the what they chose. I, are you do you this is mean anything to you? I don't know if this is in the Who Weekly Discord or on the Who Weekly Twitter, but I saw a tweet or a comment that was just, is that Tyka's bulge? And I was like, I yeah. didn't even notice it at first. And I was like, that's bulge. But to me, that's like, she's funny and he's funny. That seems like an, one of the Easter eggs. It's like, oh, look at that. Hilarious. Look at that. Also, she has her Spice Girls Legos in the background. The, the Spice Girl Legos, the TV with the fake, um, like, static. right behind her head, the fake static, the shoes, weirdly, the drawer being open, the hat. The cap must mean something. The cap has to mean something. I think this is just weirdly like there's a lot of little messages in here and we're like, I, I'm, we're supposed to figure them out or not. I don't know. Anyway, her third album, You and I, comes out on July 14th. She looks amazing. I got to say, though, it's a bad album cover. No, it's awful. That's There's too much going on. I'm, there's a there's a there's a jacket on the thing. I'm, uh, it's not good. This album really means a lot to me. It's like my diary of the last few years. It just feels so true to me and who I am today. Heart. Enjoy my love story to you. What? Enjoy my love story to you? It's, well, that's what it's you and I. I think she means you. That's me. I'm you. Oh, You're you. Oh. Not, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel very like it's my burst, most personal album ever. It's like, yeah, okay, you're the first one. We have a track list we can see in uh, Apple Music. We got some songs in here. Don't think twice. You only love me. Praising you. Unfeel it. Waiting for you. You and I. That girl. That girl. That girl. Think about it. Who's that girl? Hello. Oh, Shape of God. me. Look at me now. Girl in the mirror. Notting Hill. I don't want to be your friend. All right. And then the rest is kind of just about the single and she's giving she's doing a lot of press about the single and I'm excited. 
I'm looking at the official charts. I'm going to see if it's charted yet. Is it anywhere? When will it chart? <laughs> it's not even. No, it's got to be on the. It's got to be on a chart. Let's see how many streams it has on Spotify. Rita Aura. Spotify doesn't mean much, okay? But still, Rita Aura. It has six hundred and seventy-eight thousand streams. Not bad for a few days. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. Song of the Sun. Is it? Shouldn't Billboard have the? The chart? Not yet. Not yet. Also, Apple Music put it on Apple Music put it on their um current best songs or whatever. Like it had on their new music playlist, which is a big Oh yeah, deal. but that's but okay, but you know that's like paid for. I know, but I know, but it still felt big. I was happy <laughs> for her. R- right? Right? I've been gone for a minute. <laughs> no key with my business. Asking Rita, who is it? Is Andrew? Fatboy Slim did a show over the weekend, and when he was playing Praise You, like not Rita's Praising You, it was sort of Rita's Praising You, it was a completely different remix. He used a disembodied head of Rita Ora as the giant projector image. It was great. I love that. She's, an offici- she... she's officially a part of the song now. She's canon. She is Praise You canon. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Then Believe questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, a monthly newsletter, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only. On the Apple Podcast app, just click subscribe. And while you're there, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because we love your ratings and reviewings. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. But isn't it funny how their outfits are like the slay and not slay version of the same outfit?